Welcome to a quick mini-sode. Mini-sode. River Heights Radio mini-sode. River Heights Radio mini-sode entitled They Did You Wrong. Today, They Did You Wrong, Jeff Tucker. And boy, did they do him wrong. <laughs> a character we didn't even get to meet in our updated version of the Nancy Drew books because he was entirely removed. He was replaced with a kind of western... Like some sort of a, like a minor, like gold minor. digging, gold earning guy. Yeah. And So Mildred Wirt Benson wrote at least the first three 1930s novels. She's the OG Carolyn Key. Mm. The Nancy Drew books, outlined originally by Stratemeyer, the publisher's daughters, were written by Mildred Wirt Benson, a pretty acclaimed journalist, and we found a pretty good writer who had a character in there, Jeff Tucker, who was not treated very well. Now, he was taken out completely in the rewrites by one of the daughters who'd written the outlines, uh, Harriet Stratmeyer, in the 50s. But here in the 30s, he gets a few chapters of some intense minstrel-level racism. Every single negative stereotype of the time. Mildred Wirt Benson says of her villains, In my style of writing, nearly all shacks were run down, and villains could usually be identified by their crude manners or penetrating eyes. It's pretty clear that also the villains could be identified by their socioeconomic class. <laughs> and their race. And their race. And I think that's kind of what rundown shacks and penetrating eyes of people represent. Are. Yeah, no, and it's and that's the problem of working with this type of trope. If your tropes are ugly, then when you say, oh, he didn't look safe, you just mean he didn't look white. An article that I've been drawing on a lot in comparing the updated versions with the original versions has been an article by Jennifer Shaw, Not Your Mother's Nancy Drew, mm, a cultural comparison. Yeah. We'll put the link uh, out there so you yeah, can... Yeah, to the library, definitely. So you can go look at it. She says, socioeconomic class is not the only boundary that Nancy Drew is protecting. Racial and ethnic minorities are also instantly suspected. She sums it up as difference was to be feared. Mm, absolutely. Nancy Drew is setting forth a certain image of what an American should be, and that image is not black. She meets Jeff Tucker with condescension. Oh, you dear, she practically says. Nancy is alternatively amused by and frustrated with Jeff Tucker. This is the point where I can only say Carolyn Keene just became an unreliable narrator. As far as I'm concerned, Jeff Tucker is a stand-up dude who's created his job, and they these are lies in this book. Jeff Tucker is the victim of these robbers. Kidnapped essentially, drugged, essentially, then blamed for the entire crime happening. Isn't that right? Nancy is on her way to essentially steal an old clock. <laughs> she knocks on the door. Nobody answers, so she walks right in, like you do. Notices that everything has been stolen. Decides to muck about. Hmm, I wonder if I'm in any danger. Waits so long that by the time she's trying to leave, up oh, the robber comes in and locks her in a closet to die. Whether or not she should have been trespassing <laughs> or trying to steal a clock is irrelevant because we believe she's a victim. Jeff Tucker comes and rescues her and she immediately starts scolding Jeff Tucker. The robbers had hinted to her that they'd killed Jeff Tucker. She's like, well, I'm kind of glad he's at least okay, but why didn't he save the house? Ending one chapter with, I lost the key and starting the next one by simply finding the key. It's clear that his introduction is meant to be grossly humorous. He asks what she's doing there and she says, oh, such a question to ask me as if he has no place asking 
her, you know, the daughter of a famous detective, what she's doing in this household. When I read the Jeff Tucker dialect, I immediately flashed back to the Uncle Remus children's books. Jennifer Shaw says, Jeff Tucker's language is a jarring dialect popularized by the jolly black minstrel character of vaudeville acts. Modern readers of the 1930s would have been familiar with the characterization through the Amos and Andy radio show, which began broadcasting in 1929. The Uncle Remus series went on until 1948. Mm -hmm. In the 1880s and the 1950s, that any of this would even be identified, and then by what? Replacing Jeff Tucker with a confused minor. What really happened to Jeff Tucker? So Jeff Tucker is doing his job. He's a caretaker. He's out on the front lawn. He's doing some gardening. It's a hot day. He's thinking to himself, I hate my job. As we are all want to do. I, I think we've all been there, especially anyone who's done manual labor or mind-numbing work of any sort. Now, what's you or I or any American in that position going to hope happens? A ride in beers. A man is like, hey, you want to go cruising around? I've got a few beers here. It is unlikely for this scenario to have occurred. Carolyn King becomes an unreliable narrator. I don't believe in Jeff Tucker being so gullible. <laughs> this, he, the man was kidnapped, clearly. And yeah. the story that he willingly said, no problem, uh, is not one I accept. You know, I think it's plausible that he got into a van with a guy and had a few beers, mm -hmm. but I don't think he did that with a white stranger. They portray him as very stupid, like, oh, I should have wondered why that guy was giving me $4 beers for free. More likely, Jeff Tucker was just like, hmm, I'll get him back. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll give him a few beers the next time I see him. $4 beers at the time. I'm not turning that down. What's that the equivalent of now? Yeah. I pay $4 for a Pabst now. These are fancy friggin' beers. Big ones. A man pulls up and offers me that many beers. I'm gonna get in the car. Well, and to be clear, this is almost a gated community. I don't think your first thought is, guy wants to give me a ride. He's probably a robber. He hops into this van. He has a few beers. The man knows his limits. He's had a few beers. Suddenly he's passed out in a hotel. I don't think so. Well, even if he did legitimately get drunk, this is not his fault. This is on these robbers who clearly did this as a planned thing. Robbers who are willing to kill people. I don't think part of their plan is to just get a guy drunk and hope he stays asleep all night. They drugged him. Yeah. He comes back. Nancy's like, I'm going to pull my shiny blue car around and you hop in and we're going to go to the police station. Mm -hmm. And she is very annoyed because Jeff Tucker is spending quite a bit of time trying to sober up at the water pump. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I am not going to a police station drunk. Mm -hmm. Very fair. I, so then they're speeding along. Nancy's speeding. And he's like, in this town, you better not speed. They like to stop people. And she's like, oh, do you speed often? And he's like, no, they just pull me over for enjoying myself. Now, I think the implication is that he's enjoying himself in some way that is against the law. But I think what we know is he was getting pulled over because he was black. Well, yeah. He says to her, I know where the jail is. I can bring you there. It's my favorite jail, by the way. The police take his his description of what happened and act super confused by it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they ba Nancy but... basically says, hey, cops, this guy has uh, evidence for Jeff Ducker's like, here's the evidence. And they're like, hmm, can you collaborate that that is the evidence, Nancy? 
is what he said about what you said he'd said true? Nancy's not this man's caretaker. So they leave him on the curbing, is what they call the curb in Mm -hmm. this book, because he will not fit into the cop car. The last we see of Jeff Tucker, he is gazing mournfully after the departing vehicles. How's poor Jeff Tucker getting home? He's like two towns over. (laughs) In this day and age? From his his house. Oh, Jeff Tucker. Not the, the reason, but the victim for this crime. Not treated well in his time, and portrayed in a way that was racist as F. Jeff Tucker teaches each and every one of us, your job doesn't pay you well enough to go to the police about what happened at your job. His real story deserves to be said instead of him just being hidden in the history of Nancy Drew. Jeff Tucker, they did you wrong. Thanks for tuning in to another River Heights radio minisode. I'm Carl. And I'm Hope. Until next time, go Go Wildcats. Wildcats.